you put like one liter in it of water of water something like that small amount and a little bit of electrolyte to make the water more conductive well like gatorade no hello and welcome to coffee milk i'm mark laporte and i'm mitch tapalo what do we got going on today uh, nothing much hanging out with my friends last night pretty tired today but ready to go so i'm at what do we have for the podcast today <laughs> yeah I, I was just getting into that but so, I've I've seen it everywhere. Twitter has changed over to X finally. What do you think about it? Well, funny thing was, I don't know when they. It was like two weeks ago because I kept on getting these notifications on my phone. It kept saying X, and I thought it was some weird game I downloaded. I'm like, what the shit's X? I just kept clearing them. Yeah. And then finally, I realized, I'm like, where's Twitter? Oh, X. And I remember he had. I thought he had actually purchased X.com in the '90s. He did, and that's what I was just gonna ask you about. Yeah, because I heard everyone's um, opinions on it, and people are just, like, memeing on it so hard, which is kind of understandable. I mean, the guy's kind of a clown. He changed it, the logo to Doge, and then he changed the whole the whole app. Like, you you literally could have just made your own, your own app, is what people probably are saying to him. But I don't know. I guess he doesn't roll like that. So I, I kind of respect his, his vision of making it a larger thing, like a banking company or something like that i don't know when he bought x.com but i remember seeing a long time ago he had a, a picture of himself this might have been the paypal days or something but he had up a, a credit card and it was a visa card but it had x.com across the top so yes he might have had some sort of payment company but yeah i think with this he just wants to go an all-in-one type platform but but with the payments oh yes because that's that's everything and people are saying that was his dream like, yeah i saw well, the video of him at like the headquarters or whatever yeah a better payment system because the banking industry is definitely flawed he might make a better one at least there won't be i don't know even censorship on a yeah, financial level how are you gonna make a payment system just kind of like you're going to have a cash app section in, inside of the app. I'm guessing like it's going to be work like that. I don't know how the back end thing would work on that. I don't know how it would work either. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm guessing. Like, yeah, maybe no, more of like, own bank. Yeah, like, yeah. But more of like, how would it work when you're, when you're on the app, like as a user, like, I you, probably you think like it's PayPal. Yeah, it's just going to be like PayPal or something. Yeah, like maybe like a cash app or a Venmo. You know, he's going to have a little tips. Yes. Oh, that's probably a good idea. An easier way to subscribe you yes. all through the system instead yeah, of the outside platform. I mean, honestly, I'm all for it. If he has any type of, I mean, whatever he does, I'm all for it. Like, I I would love to see the app change. I feel like it's been the same thing. Now people have copied him. You've got Substack. You've got threads. So now, like, he has to, he has to step up his game. I haven't heard much of him. Oh, China's WeChat. That's what he's trying to re recreate, right? Because like China has one app, it's called WeChat. Right, everything is in there. Yep, it's like in every everything <laughs> and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was always this vision for a while. I don't think building out your own social media platform was the way to go. I think the correct move was to take something that's already huge, and just yeah, buy it. Because why? Why not? I mean, he already has a huge following, and whatever he does, people are gonna people are gonna go to. Like he has like fanboy accounts that like stalk what his businesses are doing and give like Where daily going. updates. Yeah. So I'm sure whatever he does is going to gain traction, but that's just already a huge boost. And the funny thing is, use Twitter. the detraction he usually gains is it's not always positive. It's like it's mostly well, no, hate negative. Yeah. That cause him to just go get trending. Yeah. It's not, I don't like 
no such thing. Stay updated on all this stuff, but like when you do something and you hear about it, I think it's like pretty cool. But I don't know why people want to like beat him down because like, those people are miserable. Come on, like he's just those it's are business. Like he's gonna change it. Like it's his right. thing. These are people who don't vision. run businesses. They have no opinions. They're just miserable people. You're always going to hate have haters. Again, we talked about it last time. The people who do good uh, on YouTube. Obviously, we didn't know if it was good or bad. I kind of think if you're doing yeah, good, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I turned my assignment in, and she gave me some feedback on that. And I think she was saying how um, she made a good point. She, My teacher brought up, or my professor, the point that we don't know the salaries of those people. So we don't know how much they're paying themselves compared to what they're giving back to the community. But I mean, they are giving out large amounts of money. So it's kind of substantial either way. It's kind of like when you give to charities and you realize 50% of every dollar actually goes to charitable functions. And you're like, where's the other 50%? You see the CEO gets about $8 million a year to run a charity. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. So I, I could say I didn't think about that, but I just always assume, oh, they're giving away five hundred or a thousand dollars. That's kind of what they were making from. I don't know if it's ad revenue or little sponsored posts yeah. or anything like that, or if it was just genuine donations. I like to donate to the big things. There's a guy Murph's life, and he saw this family, and the family needed a home because they lived in a shack. Shack. Oh, and he gets a donation page up for them. Yep, and then all of his followers donate to the page and it's wild it's how a, fast he yeah done too two days yeah, i know like thirty thousand. yeah he goes he, he makes the part two or whatever and he goes back the next day and meets the person and they they just start crying they're like oh my gosh i was gonna give up like a week ago yep it's it, like well we raised you 35 grand yep. here you go we're by we're building your house right now and they'll drive him down the road and it's like the construction's underway and he hires all local wow. towns people i have so that they get money like that it's build a whole house wow and it's thirty grand. It's amazing. And and there, you know that the money is going directly to that person. It's like you're you're still using the audience, right? And the kind of feel good moment you're spreading right. that and taking advantage of that. But then you know, like there's full transparency. Like you're just asking your viewers to go and do a good deed. Yep. Hey, because that's we got thirty two thousand dollars. We gave it to this person, or we built them the house. Yeah, the house is going to cost you. Amazing. Oh. I love it. I don't care what you get paid or what you pay yourself. You do good. You know, you got to answer to it in the end. So whatever you want to do is up to you. But I say if you do good, keep doing it. But you're always going to get haters. Yeah. Haters got to hate. About X, I, I'm i like super excited to see what that's going to turn into. Like I want to see all the different sections he has. Like they already have video. They have the just regular threads. What do you think? Music? Maybe oh, they have groups. Right. Yeah, music. Maybe music. Do like a, a M- music and podcast. Because why not? You already got yeah, a way to connect sure. with your audience and then just push them to the next tab over that, hey, listen to my song. Just create the playlist. Books. Yeah, that'd be really good for the Twitter community as well. Like, I feel like a lot of people on Twitter, you know, it's a reading app, so they like to read. Yeah. Or listen while you're reading, and this would be one you app. You could probably listen. find this information online. Yeah. With what he's going to do or. What the rumor is. I say it's much more fun to speculate yeah. and be completely <laughs> wrong than read an article and just regurgitate that stuff. I like to be, uh, I like yeah. to do how we do it. Yeah. We don't research. What's that about? What does that mean? Music, doing payments, you got video. Gambling. 
No, you'd be you'd need a lot of regulations for that, and then you'd have to like, yeah, you'd have to limit who goes on that page or whatever. You can't have like underage people doing it. Nope. No, I don't think it would. I think the regulations just getting approved to be to do the gambling would be tough. I heard yes, I heard you have to go overseas to like a really specific location. Yeah, it's sketchy. That's what. Uh, who is it? Full send. Uh, the Nelk boys. Never heard of them. They make all the hype like with that frat boy energy interest stuff going on kind of you got all the videos of them partying and getting drunk and stuff and meeting all these people like they do interviews with trump oh really yeah they're pretty down to earth it's pretty cool like it's a youtube channel i guess that's the thing it's a it's like uh it's like a vlog of their life sure. they do like what, what like weekly videos or something like that interesting I've never heard. Yeah, and they started, uh, what was it? I don't know if they started it or they interviewed the person who started it. Um, I, steak. Steak, S-T-E. Yeah, the, crypt, the crypto gambling platform, I think. They're just promoters. They're just promoters, yeah. Wait, are those- They're always playing it. Okay, on YouTube, they but they're in their like- Yeah, and do his white room or something. He's always at his computer and it's kind of like an angled shot or are these completely different? Because I have seen a lot of people do- It's- uh. What is it? Steve, his name is Steve. He does anything. Oh my gosh. How do I know? Yeah, we're really bad today. <laughs> I'm really bad today. Steve will do it. He's the big gambler. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like a crypto advocate too. I think he likes Bitcoin or whatever. But yeah, apparently he's like rich in Bitcoin from like gambling on, on stake. stake. Now is or promoting it. I don't know. Is stake all crypto? I believe so. And you've got like the rocket ship that goes up and it's it's called Crash and then oh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Have you ever played it? Yeah. Oh, you've played it? Yeah. <laughs> how how was it back in the day? It was definitely better than it is now. Insanity. Like huge payouts? Oh my God. And my heart would go bananas. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what a time. Gosh, that's scary. It was such a rush. It was like watching a horse race and be a photo finish. Because you never know where it's going to like stop out at. So you're like, 20%, do I do 20? Do I do 25%? Do I do 30%? Holy. I was watching the videos of them do it. I was just like, why don't they take 5% every time? But then you'll, you'll probably, lose once yeah. and you got to make it's 20 times to make it up. So you got to get 20 wins at 5% versus the one loss. It's that yeah. hurts. It's that funny. game is crazy. I think I tried to play it once, but couldn't get on or like. It was like sketched out and I was like, oh, I don't want to transfer this and then lose it. Yeah, that'd be the worst thing. Yeah, but it was a third party uh, or it was a third world country practically hosting the thing. So it might have gotten away with something, but I'm sure cashing out would have been a bitch. Yeah, I was starting to, I started to watch all these because um, I talked about it last episode. I wanted to start a gambling YouTube channel with the goal of winning the lottery. Because I actually said that, I went on YouTube Shorts and then I just started watching uh, people playing slot machines. It's like, holy hell, you realize like 10 minutes went by and you're like, holy shit, this is kind of addicting. I can't really get into the scratch ticket people who scratch. That's really boring to me. But no, I think I've seen the numbers on these videos and you could totally just make a channel focused on gambling. That's really interesting. I don't know where you'd stop now. A million dollars, it seems like a million dollars. It sounds stupid to say, but it seems like a million dollars is easy. Go for 10. Try and make 10 or $25 million. You gambling maniac. No, I'm I'm saying through use of YouTube. Yeah, as your, that's, like, 
that's like, a lot of money to gamble because when you're betting that big, you can lose it all. Right, but I wouldn't say I'd bet it all on one thing. You you could put it all on red. I showed you that video, right? There's this guy in Scotland. You could probably just do the roulette table. That was that's what this guy did. Oh, really? Scotland. He took he played poker for about seven years, online poker, and he kept on getting, you know, some tournament wins. But he realized he needs one big win, so he sold everything. He sold his flat in London. He sold everything in the house appliances his furniture his clothing uh lighter that his father got him for graduating high school old stuff and he came out with like two hundred and eighty two thousand dollars he had called up a casino in vegas can't remember which one but he said can i make a quarter of a million dollar bet on one spin of the roulette wheel and originally they were completely down for it but then when he gets to vegas they wouldn't take the bet, which is weird. You would think, I mean, it's a casino. They always take it from probably big sheiks and billionaires and stuff. Yeah. Why not this guy? So he's kind of driving around and he calls out to the palms and the palms said, all right, we'll take it. And he gets this like film crew down there and everything. And he, I think he said he was originally going to bet black. So like $282,000 on black and right at the last second, he switches it over to red and then sure as shit, that ball lands up on red and he got another $282,000. Wow. But that's a pair of balls I don't I think you told me that story once before. I'm sure I did. It was probably even on the podcast too. But that's insane. I mean- Yeah, that watching that that ball spin around that table is like- Oh God, it, it makes your heart go crazy. I see all the YouTube shorts of it. When me and my buddy Ryan went to, I think it was Mohegan's Sun, we decided to play roulette because it was only two people at this one table. Normally, we don't like taking an empty table because we feel weird. So these two guys, they were, I believe they were Arabic, and they were just betting large amounts of num money on single numbers. So my buddy Ryan was just practically copying everything they do. If they'd put $100 on one, he'd put like $10 on a number. I'd kind of play the board. You could bet like four numbers at a time, two numbers at a time, a whole row, or black and red, or odds or evens. There's a lot of different okay. ways to bet. So I tried to make it where I would bet most of the board. So it was like 82% of the times I was going to win. Um, but the win might have been enough to cover all the losses because like only one chip would win and I'd lose the other nine. The end of the day, we brought in $60 each. The end of the day, he keeps copying their bets, and they're hitting. I'm hitting too, but just on my four bet instead of the one bet. So Ryan walked out of there with $1,200. I walked out with, I don't know, close to 300 I think it was 280 Wow. We walked over to Michael Jordan's Steakhouse, and we looked like schleps. He had cut-off jeans and, you know, with the strings hanging out, like a steak. Loose boys. Oh, we looked, we looked goofy as all hell. But we went in there, sat at the bar, we ordered a $200 bottle of wine, and then a bunch of beer because we didn't like the wine. Oysters, steaks, we ordered everything. The bill was like five hundred. Oh my gosh. Why would you, you just blew it all. You were like, screw it. No, we blew five hundred. Well, yeah, you, you made a dent. But he did. I told him he was buying because he was up 1200 and it was like, when were you ever going to do that again? We were playing with their money. We were already like flying high. So it didn't even matter. But that was that was one of my favorite times. I think the next time we told everybody about it, went to Mohegan Sun. <laughs> we lost every bet. I think we were there for an hour. It was like, oh my gosh. You just had horrible luck. 
zero or double zero hit three times in a row. It's like, oh, the worst of the worst. But there's a cool guy on YouTube who owns a gambler's teaching room. Like, they'll teach you to play craps and roulette and everything. And he's got a really cool YouTube channel, and he just tries out different people's strategies because they'll always email him like, oh, no, you got to bet this at this amount, this at this amount, and this at this amount. And you just need three wins and you walk away. And three wins would be like $300 or something or $1,000 or it'd be crazy numbers. And they'd test it out. And you'd see that the win percentages, because they play multiple games over the course of an hour, and they'd see how well they do. And you'd actually kind of make out most of the time as long as you were strict. But if you um, if you lost, you had to walk away, obviously. Yeah. So people just go back to that ATM and that's the killer. Never bring oh. an ATM card. But I'm, I'm thinking about all this because 21 in eight months, dude, you got to think about it. Oh, man, I, I got to go sober before that. Can't do that on my 21st. Or when I turn 21, I'll be drinking and gambling. That'll be bad. Oh, that's the whole fun of it. Then I'll, then I'll be wasting all my money. I'll be like, oh, one more. One more. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. All right. I was watching this uh, Richard Dreyfuss movie from the 80s, Let It Ride. It's about uh, horse racing. Freaking awesome. Highly recommend it. Very underrated. But you never know. I know I was making fun of your rocks a while ago. I don't know what episode it was, but I want to go crystal mining. Why? You, like, what do makes- you see those uh, videos on TikTok where they kind of, like, they're digging through the dirt and oh, yeah. then they, like, they're all like, whoa, whoa, and they pull out this massive crystal. Oh, yeah. That's like Amethyst a couple or- feet long and, like, massive. Yeah, it's usually, like, Area 51 miners or... Uh, yeah, there's a couple people I follow, but that's probably why you get it. You're over here with that. I don't know. Yeah. And I was on Block Island like just this week and there was this giant uh, rock of quartz and I was just like, hadn't seen like a rock like that big. It was just like chilling there. It was like huge. Should take a picture of it? No, I don't Come think. Come on, man. Should, oh, I should have took a picture of it for you. Absolutely. I, I appreciate rocks. Why don't people send me pictures of uh-huh. rocks? Gosh. Come on. Yeah, but like it cut, I was just thinking about it. Like, there's that whole community of people, community of people who like rocks and the different types of rocks, like jade and quartz, and yes, I agree. each one has a diff- a different meaning or energy with it based on like I don't know what they base it on, but they buy them online in these little like online boutique shops, right? Uh, and like in in person as well. Oh yeah. So are those just rocks off the beach, like just pieces of quartz that I'm looking at as I'm walking down the beach? Like, is it polished up or like not even sometimes just... I mean, it's not always from the beach. Is that not the same type of quartz? No, it's the exact same type of quartz. So it's it's all the same. There's not like different like levels of it or like ones are more clear than others or... Yeah. Oh, there's definitely... It's like diamonds. You know, you got... uh, I believe it's the five C's. It's cut... When it's it's faceted, like you got the round ones for normal wedding rings, or you got square cuts. Then you got clarity, which is is it is it crystal clear or is it a little or cloudy? It cloudy, it's like got something in it. Yeah. Then there's uh, cut clarity. Oh my god, I can't remember the five C. I just I'm so upset with myself. I just thought it was pretty cool. I was like, I carrot. Know, it was just like people really sell this stuff like off the beach. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in California, there are people who just go jade hunting on the beach. And they find huge pieces of jade, and they sell that, and they make a lot of money doing that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Some people will actually uh, carve it, and it's beautiful. Found this red rock, too. That was really cool. Ooh, it was probably uh, uh, rose quartz. Yeah. It kind of looks like that. It was like almost like slightly cloudy 
almost transparent, but not the quartz. Is it translucent or is it just uh, it's like kept it's, silky yeah. quartz? Yeah. I mean, the whole- Not that high quality stuff they'd be pulling out of the dirt. But Right. You go for, if you ever want to go quartz mining, we have beautiful quartz around here. You can just practically go- Really? Quartz. Yeah. You just go in the woods. I mean, you just got to be lucky enough to find a vein, but we have quartz all around here. And depending on the the clarity of the quartz, yeah, you can definitely sell that stuff, no problem. I have a buddy who does. We should get him on this. My guy Rocky, and he just does live feeds on Facebook. He's never had a website or anything or a store. He just sells out of his house when he comes home from work, and he'll do live feeds. And he shows the rocks, and he talks about where the rocks from and everything, and then he names a price, and the first person to say sold is the person who gets it. Wow. I can't tell you the amount of money he has probably done on those live feeds. I mean, just a live feed alone. Why isn't there an app for that? There is, but why isn't that a bigger thing? Well, it's, it's like got, it's like hosting your own auction. It it really is. They do have that on Poshmark. I'm pretty sure. Oh, see, I've never tried any of those websites. Yeah, but it's more of like a promotional thing. I think I don't know. Yeah, no, he would just have entire flats, just big boxes of all different types of rocks. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes he would just fan over and people be like, oh, could you show me this one? Could you show me that one? And he'd sell them immediately. That's how I buy all my meteorites. That's how I buy all my, that's how I used to buy all my rocks. I haven't bought any rocks in a long time and I'm kind of fiending because since you talked about <laughs> the rock thing. Oh my God. There's a, a site called Opal Trove and they're on Instagram and it seems like they got beautiful pieces that they sell quickly on Instagram. They'll just show them. And they're actually really large sizes, 25, 30 carats. <laughs> Beautifully cut, but I really want to buy one because that's my birthstone. I have a lot of opal, but I just want new opal now. <laughs> I don't know why I really like rocks. I just practically put them in boxes and I leave them under my bench. Sometimes I'll look through them. Yeah, we got to get those things sold. I'm never going to sell them. You got to get them listed. If I ever sell them, it'd be for an engagement thing. Or I'd trade them. But yeah, it's the only way I'd sell them. Very proud of that collection. Sorry. Now I really want to get into rocks. Okay, so you could go to Arkansas. Massachusetts has quartz. I believe a little bit of aquamarine. You got garnet. You got amethyst. In Rhode Island, you got amethyst and you got quartz. And if you find amethyst in Rhode Island, section, you know I got a guy who who's got a rock pit over here. I could probably ask him if he finds anything that's like that, like quartz or crystal oh i'm sure he finds a lot of quartz and then sell that everybody's got to have a guy but yeah why not i'll go digging with you shit i love i used to love that stuff i used to go on trips with there's a group in rhode island it's the rhode island mineral hunters really oh yeah oh wow and they have a, a monthly newsletter and every month they have like three or four different trips every weekend oh that's awesome it's like hey we're gonna go up to new hampshire and we're gonna go mine for this and they get rights to different old mines that have now been shut down. And you could dig through tailings. I should join the group. Absolutely. You I'll should join it. it and record. Make oh, sure it's... Really should. Start your own channel. See, if I would ever do anything like a brand or brand-wise, I don't think I would put the name of the state. Because it seems to limit your audience. Yeah. I don't know. Some people would disagree. I mean, I guess if you would be all Ar Arkansas courts, it would be awesome because Arkansas courts is... Yeah, like Top Golf, they had, they were uh, putting that in, and there was a debate over the name because they were originally going to name it Top Golf Providence, 
And I was like, why are they doing that for like SEO or something like that? Oh, really? Is, well, I'd... my guess was, and I'm pretty sure that's what it was over. I see what you're saying. Like if you name it based on like one city, like maybe they were thinking the like density in Providence is a lot higher than the rest of Rhode Island. Like call it Top Golf Providence. So you have people from Providence coming down to Cranston. It's have you seen it? But now they to, now they changed the name to Top Golf Rhode Island. Yeah, it's oh, pretty big. It's huge. It's huge. I, I haven't seen it. I didn't know it went up. I thought a prison was over there or something. It seems like they tore down the prison and I just saw those big ass pylons. I said, What do oh, do we have a bridge over here? Yeah. When I didn't know that it was going in and I first saw those, I didn't know what it was for. And then I was like, Oh, that's the net for Top Golf. We should go to that. I know. It's going to be crazy. That sounds like fun. Yeah, that should be fun. I heard it's like, it's not too expensive. I think you pay by the hour. Oh, sweet. But I figured you'd pay by the bucket. So this week I got bored. I was messing around with a hydrogen generator because um, a while back I watched a YouTube video on how to make one. Basically, you just get like some plates of metal. The more plates you have on each side, that being the positive side and the negative side, and you just kind of dunk that in water. When you hook it up to a battery, like you don't want the plates touching together. You just want them both in the water, but apart. And then that separates the water into its main elements, hydrogen and oxygen. Right. And then the hydrogen is explosive. So like back then I, I was like, oh, cool, like exploding bubbles. And then I was just kind of like thinking, and then I was like, well, what if you could run an engine on that? Because like, gasoline in an engine they kind of missed it in there compress it and get it to explode because gasoline on its own kind of just flares up it doesn't explode right but the gas that comes out of the hydrogen generator you put that in soapy water you light the bubbles on fire it makes like a pop oh that's awesome it's like a snap it's like a it's a bang it's not like a slow flame or anything so i was looking up videos and like i know it's like it's really iffy like it's kind of like like you're walking on the tightrope of like, are you trying to, like, break the laws of physics and be one of those, like, people who doesn't know what they're doing and just thinks something is working, but it's actually not? Right. So I was, like, doing some research, and I saw that people were like, oh, you could you could put the fuel line or the hydrogen into the carburetor and cover the intake, like, almost all the way and put the choke on, and it might work. So I was trying that out, and I couldn't get it to work. So I, like, went to the hardware store, and I built a little bigger one. I haven't got much of a chance to mess with it. But I was doing some research about hydrogen in general, and I was like, I was just thinking, like I explained earlier, it's a great fuel. It comes from water. You just need a little bit of electricity to make it. Why aren't we using this for like everything if it's such a high energy density source? And then I was looking around. They power drones with this thing, and they will fly for miles. No kidding. Yeah. You pump it into a canister, like a pressurized canister, like a paintball tank right? And then you use a fuel cell to convert the hydrogen back into electricity. Okay. So you use electricity to break it apart, store it, and then you convert it back and use it. It'll like go for hours in the fuel cell that converts it back apparently lasts like forever and it's zero emissions. Like you're basically just turning water back into what it's like you're breaking water apart and putting it back together. There's no emissions, especially if you're using a solar panel to break it apart. So this company that I found, um, it's called a hydrogen-fueled mob ion TGT. Um, of course. 150, that's the name of the company, I guess? Sure. 
um, in France, they're introducing this. They're doing like scooters and scooters like mopeds and scooters like the electric scooters that you see awesome. around town. And you just got like a canister in there and they have a kind of like booth where you go and swap out the canister and then you can, you're good for like 150 miles. I'm amazed that they allowed those people to exist because back, I thought it was in the 90s, maybe early yes. 2000s, the two guys who created yep. the cars. They drove it all the way across the country or something like that and then died at the end of it. Yeah. Well, dinner. One, yeah, one guy died at dinner and he said they poisoned me and I think he died of a poisoning. And then there was another guy, I can't remember how he died, but he also had a water-powered car. But yeah, it's because anybody can get water. You just turn on the tap water or you go outside. Yes, and the oil and gas industries are already solidified. They don't want a new competitor just, coming in. It's everybody because they lose control. Yes. You can't lose control. Yes. It's a lot of influence. It's not just about them making the sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, it really like, it gets my gears going. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, why haven't we done this yet? It's 2023, people. It's like you don't know exactly what you need to do, but you feel like you could maybe figure something out and you feel like there's something there. It's like one of those weird things. Like if I could get my bike to run on hydrogen, I see people doing it on YouTube and stuff, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's real at the end of the day. Like they could still have gas in the bottom of the float bowl and they just started it up for the first time and were like, whoa, it's record. It, it's going, let me record it. And then they post it and they misled a whole bunch of people. I mean, what? I just don't want to mess with hydrogen. <laughs> yeah, it's too paranoid. It's pretty explosive. Like yeah. you need a you need a like flashback arrest or two because like if it back, what you know back, what the hell you need? If the engine backfires, it'll go all the way back to the generator and combust what's in the generator, and then the lid pops off and it flies everywhere. And it's a big mess. Yeah, don't it's, do that. It's, it's kind of fun though. We still got twenty two more episodes to yeah. go before you're alive. I I watched this guy who made one on YouTube. And he did, he actually did a really nice job and he made a really like complex fuel cell and you put like one liter in it of water, of water, something like that, small amount and a little bit of electrolyte to make the water more conductive. Well, like Gatorade? No. Um, well, doesn't that have electrolytes? It's, it's actually a common household thing. It's drain cleaner, you know, the white kind of powdery drain cleaner oh like Clorox comes in like chunks you buy it at like the supermarket okay that is uh I forget what it's called I'll probably say the wrong name but you put that in it's kind of like putting salt in water make it more conductive but it works better no kidding yeah and then all you would have to buy is that the electrolyte and the water it works better with distilled water but you can use any yeah, this guy made this thing, a liter of water in it, and he used it in his motorcycle. He said he rode it every day. He hasn't replaced the water for like a month or a couple months. And I was like, wow, it really lasts that long. Let's see if this guy's dead. Um, no, he's still posting videos. But the thing is, you don't know how that's affecting the bike. Like, he was also um, in another country. I don't know. I think it was German. And he, he, so he didn't speak the best English. It was kind of broken, so you couldn't really tell exactly what he how he was getting it to work but you you saw the hydrogen being produced and he fed it into the bike through like the intake or something and you would hear the engine rev, rev up when he turned it on like you would hear the rpms go up because it has like you're like spraying ether right into it basically right. but yeah it just like blew my mind and it was like there's potential here like yes i wish i had like a, a laser cutter and money to buy stainless steel you need like a huge sheet of it really to make a really good one well, what are we saying? A huge sheet. I could get four by eight. Yeah. I mean, 10 by 12 is just- That's huge. 
Yeah, that's 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 heavy as shit. Oh yeah, and that's hard. How do you to, even move that around? Exactly. You gotta like I mean, drill a hole in it and drag it with a clamp or something. I don't know. Oh, I just put it on a pallet and then put it in the back of my truck. But you need like four guys: two in the middle, two on the end, or yeah. one on each end. Yeah, you gotta get these really thin sheets. Yeah, and you gotta like sixty thousand com- compress them all together and make sure they don't short out. You gotta have really thin gaskets in between them. Oh, so I'd need more. Yeah. Holy shit. We're going too in depth here. People are gonna not wanna listen to this, but well, it's starting to be used. Like, there's already cars that have like pressurized hydrogen tanks that I see. Man, it's like, it's so cool. Cause like that could replace the battery in a Tesla or any electric thing. Ford's losing, I think, $4 billion this year on their electric car division. I did hear about that. I think they originally estimated $3 billion, but $4 billion now. I say, let's fix the infrastructure first, then you guys can get electric cars, whatever you want. Do you know what happens if every car in a parking garage is electric? The garage collapses, because that's too much. That's too much weight. They didn't anticipate all that stuff. I mean, come on, people. What are we thinking? Uh, are they really heavier? I believe so. I mean, I mean batteries. that battery under my skateboard is heavy. That's what I'm saying. You got the batteries in the car. If they're, yeah. Yeah, I really want to see what hydrogen will do in the future. After I saw people putting it on drones, I was like, oh my gosh, can I convert my skateboard to hydrogen power? But then I was like, oh no, it's going to be, it's going to be way too much. But I think I'm going to do that one day because if I have hydrogen and like these scooters are going 150 miles on a paintball size tank of hydrogen, I could get a couple canisters just go. And, and go like 50 miles. Don't have to worry. Without no range anxiety. See, I definitely, if I could do that, yeah, I'd totally take a cross-country trip because that just eliminates the cost of gas. That's huge. Oh, oh yeah. Like if I had one of those really nice like uh, off-road skateboards with the tires that you actually put air in and you got like a little bit of cushion. Ah, uh, shit, yeah. Oh my gosh, I would love to like go on like a huge ride. Like you need, go, I would assume you need some like serious power. 100 back. miles. Yeah. You would have to stop and plan places to stop. But. I'm just talking about get like a little MGB convertible and then- Kind of put some hydrogen in there and and just go yeah go across a little Mazda Miata or something like that. Well, you can, well that's a rotary, so it'd be different. I was just thinking small light car, you know. Yeah, but you get road trip in a Miata, you'd be you oh, jammed in. Die. You'd have your suitcase in your lap. Yeah, I want to I want to see where hydrogen goes. It's very cool, super interesting to me. Yeah. I might have to cut that whole section. I don't want to be on some uh, watch choice now. We're all go- we're all gonna die. And it was kind of like a whole spiel. Yeah, but I liked it. I found it interesting. It doesn't matter. It just pause this thing, take a quick smoke break. I just mentioned it in passing. I, the only way I'd sell my rocks is for an engagement ring. It, we we said that seven, eleven minutes ago. I go outside, have my smoke break, go on Instagram. What do I see? Three ads for engagement rings. Like, that was a joke. I really want to know how much it costed them in electricity to run the computer. I guess maybe it costed them nothing because you are running the collection device. It's your phone. So how much did it cost them to receive that data, process it, get an ad ready for me, and then ship it to you? I want to know how much that costed in electricity or whatever. Because... How much that costs, but I got nothing. That it, just like it, it just hurts. It was too quick. Yeah, we're just powerless. I can't do anything about it. It's like that video of that guy who does a live stream and he talks about dog toys for like thirty seconds or like a minute straight. 
and then all of a sudden he's got ads for dog toys when he goes on a web page. Now I'm going to I'm going to remember that next time my friend is over. I'll uh I'll start whispering into her phone <laughs> all kinds of random stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a goof. She's like, why do I have so many ads for cat toys today? Boy, I just quickly found my mom's Christmas gift. Mom, turn it off if you're listening. Just kidding. A Hallmark Channel Christmas cruise to the Bahamas. My what? mom would love that stuff. My mom loves the Hallmark Channel. Oh my gosh. Is it all Hallmark themed? I would assume so. It seems like, like a That'd be carnival cool. cruise line that they that's just... pretty cool. That's wild. That'd be an amazing birthday gift. Yeah, that's right. And a birthday's a day after Christmas, too. Yeah. I get screwed with them in one week. It's like Christmas, and then they each have a birthday. Mom's after, uh, day after Christmas, dad's day after New Year's. They're both at the same age. Wow. Well, dad will always tell mom that she's a week old. Oh, mom, you'll always be young and beautiful in my eyes. How nice. She'll love that. Betcha she's riding her bike right now around her neighborhood. She always tells me, I listen to you guys uh, while I ride my bike. I yeah. love hearing your voice. I, oh my gosh. I run into like my family members sometimes. And then they'll be like, oh, wait. Now, like me and my brother will be saying hi. And they'll be like, oh, wait. Now, which one has the podcast? <laughs> Is it you? And I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm going to think I'm one of those maniacs on the internet. <laughs> That's okay. We are. I think it's fine. I think it's okay. I feel like, I, I feel like, just like when they sit, when they tell that to me, my brain just like fast forwards to like them in the car listening to an episode like this, and they're like, "What? Like, what is the point? What like, are we? What, what are we talking the point? about?" Because an episode like this and many others, we kind of don't have much to talk about. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna think I'm like an idiot." Yeah, but the funny thing is, I get more compliments about you than anybody ever says. But oh my god, Mitch sounds so smart. Like, yeah, it's all in my edited. voice is so annoying sometimes. That's like, only to you. I listen to it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I would just, I can't listen to it. Yes, because I can't. How you hear I your voice? Listen to myself, and I'm like, wow, your voice is deeper in your head. And then when you hear it, I know, team, it's actually I, higher. I know. It's just, it's annoying. But your voice is fine. I've never, like, if your voice annoyed me, do you think I'd do a podcast have you, with you? Have you seen that podcast? It's like the, the it, they call it like the best podcast or something like that. And it's literally just this girl, like, sitting down, responding to questions like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, I went to the mall today and I got Starbucks. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> like in that it's just like back and forth like that like the whole time it's like me like super depressed i had a depressed day um what is she have like a yeah and she, like drake is on there like all the famous people what and it's just like this i don't know what it's about i but i was like what the heck like they're, they're just like sorry i'm also scrolling instagram while i'm doing this and i saw four things there's four so many podcasts for like relationships and stuff like that now my aunt oh my aunt always tells me because she knows I, I do this. She's like, oh, you got to I want to start one for people dating in their like in their like 50s and in 40s or whatever when they're older. Things like that, like for advice or I don't know, like ideas or it's not a bad you know, idea. Get get some people inspired, you know, get them going again. See if you get one person inspired, wasn't it? Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, a lot of people do that. Like I saw on the news the other day, like Channel 10, when I woke up, there was a segment for, I believe it was, this girl should be probably in her like 20s or something. 
and then her grandmother. And they had like such an awesome relationship in charisma, like on the on the podcast. And they would talk about relationships and stuff like that and dating in today and like how has this changed from the past and like giving each other's perspectives on it because there was that age gap. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea for a podcast. And it's completely different from that person's grandma to Generation yeah. Day dating. Because the grandma, those women were, they were special women. They had a lot going. They knew how to do stuff. They could yeah. sew, they could cook, they could. Yeah, like they always baking. kept busy. Like they were they, just, yes. They, they wanted to have higher caliber women. They were yeah. a higher cal yeah. caliber woman. And they, they always like always dress nice when they went out and like it was and you saw it was like it's you kind of think of that like old movie scene right of like the prim and proper right respectful and you see how back in the day your grandfather how you had to court a woman and how it was essential for your grandfather to be a gentleman and yes. your grandmother actually had all these just great qualities in today's day it's like you got to put in four times the effort as a man to get 25% the woman your grandmother was. And it's like, that's why I understand why a lot of people are just staying. Today you have people like freaking out if you open a door for a woman or. It's like, you don't like, know what to do anymore. Or help her out with something without asking. And so maybe it comes across as condescending. It's like they're priming people to see that as condescending when back in the day. That used to be, you know, genuine thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why I, I think, I think people need a lot of advice today, and I think you yeah. got to go back to the old school, you know, ways of doing things. Hold the door yeah. open for a woman. Be nice. Hold up. Don't shake hands sitting down. Do all this yes. crazy stuff. Like people be, are just like people are just worried about like the aspect of back in the day, like like uh, men hitting women and things like that, and the toxic toxic max masculinity is that the word yeah i guess that's the name it's like the men having like too much control over the say in certain things like i think it, you should definitely like everything should be talked about and you guys should make decisions on everything together certain things you know but just it's not like communication yeah it's not like you need to like set ground rules but it's like it's not like you need to get mad if like you open a door for someone but there are definitely women out there who who say this and they're like oh no, everything's changing. Like they're trying to make women like super independent, which is not a bad thing at all, but it's like- It's not a bad thing, except but there's a finite there are line- There women out there who are like, why is this happening? Like, I enjoy this. Like, this is this is what life is. Like, I don't know. Right. I have different but, views. Right. But there's, the problem with women is you have a certain amount of time to have a family. Yeah. Like, and if you tell a woman to be independent for so long and then she hits- 45 50 and didn't find somebody while well, their chances of having like a family and you know, having kids or anything long gone man could have kids in their 80s al pacino is going to be fathering a child soon it's like that's insane the guy's either 79 or 89 or 81 or god bless them i think everything today is just it's all backwards and it sucks it's going to be a whole generation before we get back to uh normalcy yeah it's what happens when you give everybody an award? So we got aliens and UFOs. Oh, yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Why? <laughs> Why are they doing this? Like, I feel like they, they've done this in the past, too. Well, yeah, they keep doing this stuff. They're, they're hiding something. I mean, the government just doesn't willfully come out and be like, yeah, we have this Come stuff. on, I just want to see one land in my front yard and 
maybe go for a ride or something. We all, as long as they don't rip me apart. We all do. Well, maybe you can, as long as it doesn't hurt. Those memes and have I don't been insane. It's like, oh, you think the, the aliens are going to be surprised when they come down, they want to like take over our government, redo everything, and we're like, yeah, how can we help? I think, <laughs> like, let's go for it. They're going to come down and they're going to play a massive piano, like the movie. Uh, Closer Cows of the Third Kind. Richard Dreyfus. I don't know. It's that movie with the big blob alien that comes to Earth and they have like a rock concert for it or something. Oh, no, I have no idea. I remember idea. watching it like years ago. Oh, okay. So this must be a new movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a six like seven animation movie. Yeah, this was Richard Dreyfus. Good movie. Close Encounters Third Kind. But yeah, I mean Aliens. Then calling them they they go from calling them UAVs Oh, I'm to, not to now it's UAP, right? Oh, unidentified aerial phenomenon now. Oh, so it's just interchangeable. Like, yeah, no, it's UFOs. I don't give a shit. I'm not doing anything. It's UFOs. That's that's my rule. And I watch. I actually watched some of the meeting that they had. The the here pretty cool, right? Though. Um, and it seemed really weird to me the way they were questioning each other about it. Sounded scripted. It really did. It really, really sounded like it. It just to me, it just I was just watching. It. I was like, oh, cool. This is the thing that I've been hearing about on the news. Let me watch it. And then it just. It didn't feel real. Like, I was watching it, I was like, like, no bias towards it either. Like, I guess I do have a little bit, but it just didn't feel real. Right. Not that I don't think aliens don't exist. Like, maybe they do. But the whole meeting, just the way they were going back and forth in the- It just seemed like they were- They just kept stating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I don't trust any of it. And I was watching, like, when I would, when I really started to, like, get eerie about it, they, um- one of the guys asked a question and then there was a guy next to him that was on that was in the frame and he was like chuckling and like laughing at himself now that's even weirder because like there's nothing funny at the moment unless you're just like unless you know something else is going on yeah or it's just one of those things like i feel people hear the alien thing and they're just like maybe they just think it's such baloney that they laugh or it's just 2023 it's like yeah, sure. You could yeah. tell me Godzilla's yeah. real, and I'd be like, yeah. okay, yeah. You could tell it's us, like, right. Jurassic Park just came alive for the night. You think it's like, real? Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Okay, I'm going to go to Walmart. Do you need anything? And that's the crazy story of us this week. So that's it for this week's edition of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. I'm Mitch DiPaolo, and thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>